Welcome to the Freeman Void. I'm your host, Victus D. Void. If you're watching this on YouTube or BitChute, again, I'm your host, Vic the Void. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, The Freeman's Addendum, Mad World, FMA Mad World, again, I'm your host, Victus D. Void. And today, we got a very interesting topic I want to discuss. Apparently, the Vatican felt it was a very good idea to ally themselves with none other than the godforsaken Rothschilds. You know, that glorious banking dynasty that (laughs) doesn't at all control the world through a shadowy network of banks and corporations. Not at all. Anyways, I found a little opinion opinionated uh, article piece uh, that I felt was more interesting to read than the more mainstream articles on the topic. Because the mainstream articles push the narrative as if this union was some kind of divine effort by the global elites to make the world a better place. Anyways, let's get down to business and discuss this unholy matrimony. So the article is from a website I call... Uh, not I call, but uh, that a website that's titled The New Age Opinion. And the article is titled The Dangerous Alliance uh, of Rothschild and the Vatican of Francis. Okay, and the article reads as this. Holy moly, the most globalist interventionist pope since the Crusades of the 12th century has formalized an alliance with the largest figures in global finance led by none other than the noble banking family Rothschilds. The new alliance is a joint venture they call the Council <laughs> get this, it is called the Council for Inclusive Capitalism with the Vatican. Inclusive Capitalism. I figured capitalism was inclusive by its very definition, but you know, this new age definition of inclusive is another word for communist <laughs> they want to use the banking uh and capitalist system to form a more communist system anyways let's continue on the venture is one of the more cynical and given the actors the most dangerous frauds being promoted since davos uh, wef guru and henry kissinger protege klaus schraub began to promote the great reset of the world capitalist system What and who is behind this so-called Council for Inclusive Capitalism with the Vatican? On the website they proclaim in a typical UN doublespeak, the Council for Inclusive Capitalism is a movement of the world's business and public sector leaders who are working to build a more inclusive... inclusive, sustainable, and trusted economic economic system that addresses the needs of our people and the planet. Wow. Wow. Very noble of these people. (laughs) Very Very noble of the top 0.5% of the world's most richest and powerful people to decide to meet together to this to you know make decisions that will in, in affect the millions no the billions of the rest of earth earth's population anyways the article continues as a more sustainable trusted economic system doesn't that sound like the infamous UN agenda 21 and its agenda 2030 daughter the globalist master plan Then they claim inclusive capitalism is fundamentally about creating long-term value for all stockholders, businesses, investors, employees, customers, governors, governments, and communities. 
they continue, the council members make actionable commitments aligned with the World Economic Forum, International Business Council's pillars for a sustainable value creation, people, planet, principles of governance and prosperity, and that advance the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. In announcing the deal with the Vatican, Len Forrester de Rothschild declared this council would follow the warning from the Pope Francis to listen to the cry of the earth and the cry of the poor. <laughs> the Rothschild, the Rothschild family that is notorious for engineering global world events that lead to the death of the death and suffering of millions of people, they care about the cries of the poor. This is the most blasphemous instant of complete horseshit I've ever witnessed. I've ever witnessed. Like, I guess I didn't really witness anything. I'm just, I'm just reading the article and watching things play out. I guess we're gonna have to just see how this council of uh, inclusive capitalism will uh, affect our world. I, I imagine this is probably the more public version of the inner circle of elites, the complete inner circle of elites that control how things play out, or at least the supposed inner circle. I think it's missing the uh, beloved uh, queen mother Elizabeth, a lizard birth, lizard bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be calling her a bitch. Although she is a lizard, I definitely, I definitely shouldn't be calling these people bitches because swears bad words and cuss words are wrong to use regardless of your uh stance on world political issues oh let me let me continue with this article i've gone way off topic and uh back to the rothschild uh quote this council will follow the warning from the pope francis or from pope francis to listen to the cry of the earth and the cry of the poor and answer society's demands for a more equitable and sustainable model of growth their reference to Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum is no accident. The group is yet another front group in what is becoming a globalist bum rush to try to convince the skeptical world that the same people who created the post-1945 model of IMF-led globalization and giga-corporate entities more powerful than governments destroying traditional agriculture in favor of toxic uh agribusiness dismantling living standards in industrialized countries to flee to cheap labor countries like Mexico and China or China will now lead the effort to correct all their abuses. We are being naive if we swallow this. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> we are being incredible. We are being deceived. We are being naive on a colossal scale by, by not rioting and destroying all government, um, you know, all these supposedly non-governmental uh, institutions that are really in, in accordance or working in unity unity with our world governments. I say world governments because it's, it's clear now that there is a greater w world system that controls how every other nation is supposed to respond to incidents while claiming to be uh, respecting the sovereignty of each nation. So the article continues... First off, it is useful to see who are the inclusive capitalists joining forces with the Pope in the Vatican. The founder is a lady who carries the name Lady Lynn Forrester de Rothschild. She is the wife of the 90-year-old retired mega-billionaire head of London's NM, NM Rothschild Bank, Sir Evelyn de Rothschild. Lady Lynn, however, is from commoners' roots, born into a U.S. working-class family in New Jersey whose father, she tells, 
worked two jobs to put her and her brothers through law and medical schools. She seemed to have had some influential mentors as she went to Wall Street, then to telecoms, including Motorola, and made reported tens of millions before hooking up with Sir Evelyn and his reported $20 billion in assets. Reports have it that Henry Kissinger played a personal role in encouraging the transatlantic union of the two. Lady Lynn is interesting as well beyond her famous husband. According to the list of names of those who flew in or on the private jet of convicted child sex traffickers and reported uh, Mossad operative Jeffrey Epstein, one name that appears is the Rothschild Lynn Forrester. There you have it. The Vatican is allying with a known kid fucker. <laughs> I know you shouldn't say that word, but let's be honest. These people are kid fuckers. And, it, well, it makes sense that the Vatican would ally with kid fuckers because the Vatican is infested with, again, kid fuckers. All right, so before I say what I'm going to say uh, next, I need to apologize to any Catholic out there who's going to get his or her panties in a bunch. But the Catholic Church, the Catholic institution has proven time and time again that it is, in fact, one of the most corrupt institutions in the history of humanity or human civilization. They've just allied themselves with a body of bankers known for literally destroying nations, organizing world events like, you know, the entirety of World War One and possibly World War Two, <laughs> and possibly definitely World War Two. And, yeah, I, I, I don't understand why more Catholics are out there raging about and upset with this uh, unholy union between an institution, that is, an institution that's supposed to uh, stand for the belief in the one true God, or at least protect that belief. Why would they ally themselves with the Rothschilds? Perhaps, maybe, they are already allied with them and they're just making it, you know, public. You know, I know there there are reports back in the day that the Rothschild uh, loan uh, loaned the Catholic Church uh, a few million dollars during World War II, and so on. I just think it would be disingenuous for me, as a believer in the in the one true God, to not call out the Catholic Church for you know the what it is, and it's it is another uh, gang of devils really that you know is massacre is masquerading as a beacon of hope for the faithful you can't be a beacon of hope for the faithful when you're constantly moving around pedophiles who are reported to literally rape children because you don't want to receive negative public uh publicity all right they they literally literally have priests and deacons who have been caught red-handed violating children and instead of punishing them they move them around and you know give tell the media that they're uh doing an an internal investigation on themselves whenever an, whenever an institution claims to be investigating themselves just expect complete horseshit especially when it has to do with the beloved catholic church and with this pope becoming more more buddy buddy with the uh new world order gay agenda uh, you know <laughs> with the pope becoming more buddy buddy with them you can expect a lot more insanity or uh things like this in the future but anyways i digress let me move on to another topic that i really want to discuss with you guys and that is what the hell is going on with austria 
So we all know the lovely state of Austria. The state of Austria is notorious for being the home and the birthplace of a beloved, <laughs> a beloved world figure who influenced the world in such a massive way that he helped create the United Nations, believe it or not. Of course, indirectly, the United Nations was was definitely formed as a response or uh, to to take down threats like him. Despite the fact, I believe threats like him were created by the forces who wanted the United Nations to be created in the first place. But that's just crazy conspiracy thoughts. Let's let's get down to the nitty gritty, the proven details of uh, what's going on in our world right now. So apparently, Austria decided to pass a bill that made, get this, vaccination against COVID-19 compulsory for anyone over 18. So let's get down. Uh, I found this article online at a website called, let me let me show you the website. Oh, BBC News. <laughs> the big black cock news. <laughs> BBC News, I found this website. Uh, of course, everybody knows what BBC is. So the article is titled, Austria's COVID vaccine law comes into force amid resistance. And it is by Bethany Bell. So let's read some of this. Lou Messer, a ceramic artist who lives uh, who lives south of Vienna, is not vaccinated against COVID-19 and neither is her husband Gus. They strongly disagree with Austria's new vaccine mandate. Vaccination, she says, should be a personal choice. I've had COVID-19, and so I actually don't see the point of being jabbed when I've got sufficient antibodies, Lou tells me. And so I chose not to get vaccinated, and it's not for any authority to tell me what to put in my body. It has shown that the vaccines haven't really stopped the pandemic yet, Lou continues. Which, by the way, Lou, you are correct. The vaccine hasn't done a damn thing. Austria's government says vaccinations are effective at combating severe disease and that the law is needed to prevent future lockdowns. Caroline, I'm not even going to pretend or attempt to pronounce that last name. Uh, Minister for she's a she's a minister for the EU and uh, Constitution, I think. I I believe it's the EU constitution, whatever. She says that the government is very aware that it is really a strong step and a really hard measure. Oh, no shit. No shit, Sherlock. No freaking shit. She says that the mandatory vaccination is an interference with human rights, but in this case, this interference can be justified, she adds. Wow. It can be justified. Really, a a, a virus with a 99% survival rate a 99% survival rate is uh, is is a justifiable uh, excuse to to make it mandatory to be vaccinated. A vaccine, by the way, that causes more uh, more health problems than it you know solves. We have the need to get out of the pandemic, and we know that vaccination is the only way to get out of it and get back to a normal life. People, you are never getting back to a normal life. No government has ever uh, gained more power and let it go i'm sure maybe in history you can find one example but it's not going to happen in our current uh you know new new world di- dynamic in our current system there is no normal there will never be a normal again you know they will continue finding any excuse to uh diminish or do away with that nor with that normal and uh circumvent the uh rule of law in order to trap you in their dollhouse built on false narratives. 
Remember, people, the dollhouse is built entirely and funded entirely by FNS, false narrative submission. So back to what this lady says. We have a need to get out of the pandemic, and we know that vaccination is the only way to get out of it and to get back to a normal life. That is a flagrant false narrative. They want you to believe that if you just take this, if you just get this, you're going back to, you're going back to normal. Remember two years ago when they said if you just sit, stay home for a week, you're going to be going back to normal? <laughs> now there's vaccine passports. And now you need to get a vaccine to just to have a regular uh, life. Remember, the greater good, they're using that as a false narrative. The greater good that you have a responsibility to help other people um, by sacrificing your own self, uh, so your, your own individuality and your own uh, human rights, you know, and allow the government more authority over how you live your life. The vaccine mandate, she says, will expire in January 2024 and could be ended earlier if the pandemic allows it. Let's be honest, people. There is nothing more permanent than a temporary measure. What is the point of making vaccines uh, mandatory for just two years? Come on, people. This thing, this pandemic is a fucking flu. If you're really fighting a viral disease... You would implement a mandatory vaccine and keep it mandatory throughout, you know, a hundred years or so until the va the virus is wiped out of existence or at least has been neutralized by by our uh, by the abundance of antibiotics and whatever medical procedures and uh, medications we can develop to fight against the virus. You don't just implement a law for two years and you know get rid of it after no people if you if you abide by the law you will watch as it becomes if it goes from as it goes from a temporary temporary measure to a permanent dichotomy that will persist throughout the rest of time until humanity uh uh meets or stumbles upon the day of judgment those who refuse to get the shot will face fines ranging from 600 euros uh, to three to thirty six hundred euros. Wow! For Americans who don't know what uh, how much a euro is, five hundred euros equals six hundred and seventy dollars. So, so that thirty six hundred euro fine is roughly around I think forty two hundred or forty five hundred, probably around uh five thousand. I'm not sure, but uh, I don't I, I don't want to take the time to do the math out, but uh. That's, that's, that's bonkers. That is freaking bonkers. And we're just going to sit back and allow this to become, you know, the new status quo? Come on, folks. We're better than this. We're, we're, we have to be better than this. We have to be smarter than this. Is this really how freedom dies? Is this really how we're going to, you know, let freedom fade into irrelevance? Before you start talking, well, it's in, it's in Austria. It's not in America. It's not over here in, the, uh, in North America. It doesn't concern us. It does. It does, people. They are testing new ways to implement their new world order all around the globe. What works in Australia may work over here if they just tweak the rules or the uh, plan or the uh, process slightly to fit the American system. Because remember, the, the most of westernized uh, nations 
with westernized cultures are fairly similar with slight adjustments ranging upon just how far away they were from, you know, the uh, colonization efforts from Great Britain. So it wouldn't really be that hard to just adjust these plans and these mandates slightly to fit each other nation that becomes their target. And if you live in America, you better damn, you better bet you are a, a target. You are a prime target for them to conquer. I'm not going to read the rest of the article because you know how these things go. You know how it goes. They, they defend their tyranny, you know, through twisted logic and try to present all dissenters, all naysayers as uh, irrational, hateful bigots who, who don't want to follow the rules because they're assholes, I guess. But yeah, it's your boy, Victus Devoid. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Make sure you check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Aside from that, stay focused, stay alert, and God bless.